Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, I have made sweating Kimbrel a thing. Hashtag influencer. You know, a few days ago it was Big Mac with extra cheese and extra sauce. Influencer. Sweating Kimbrel. Influencer. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Let me tell you what's going on in the last few minutes of the Angels-Dodgers game. Craig Kimbrell comes on in the ninth inning to try to shut the door at a 2 nothing Dodger win. He gets the first out, and then Mike Trout breaks his bat, and he hits a flare to center field that somehow Gavin Lux can't get, and it falls in uh, for a hit. Now, this turned into a real scary moment because Trout's bat shattered 
uh, at the right in the middle, and on his backswing, the bat comes off. It you know breaks right breaks right in the middle, and it hits the umpire in the face. And the jagged edges of the bat got in through the umpire's helmet and cut up his face pretty bad on the side and on the nose. He went down. He flipped his mask off right away. He was holding his head. There was there was a lot of blood. And the game was stopped for a few minutes while he got taken off the field. He couldn't umpire anymore. So uh, he got very lucky. Uh, Nate Tomlinson is, is, is the umpire. He got very lucky that he didn't get hit anymore any closer a loss than I because it was really close. Like you see the scratch. It is like right on the corner uh, of his eye. And so he has to come out. So a new umpire has to go get dressed to come and, and be the home plate umpire. So Craig Kimbrell has to stand around there for a while waiting. Uh, Shohei Otani doubles to put runners to second and third when they resume play. So now uh, sweating Kimbrell is happening with a full count. Runners at second and third. One out in the ninth inning. Uh, this is sweating Kimbrell. Hashtag influencer. Unbelievable. Uh, watching the slow motion replay, you see uh, everybody behind home plate, the, the fans trying to figure out what's going on. And then there's a kid there with his mom, uh, and he just, like, his mouth opens is about as wide as it possibly, like, oh, my God, what am I seeing? Uh, as the umpire turns and you start to see the results. So, obviously, good thoughts uh, with him. Uh, it just just absolutely brutal but for an inch uh one way or another you got something uh, completely different going on there um not that to minimize uh the impact of what's transpired here but to the game itself yeah after being listless throughout the night all of a sudden some activity uh and well nothing comes easy in 2022 for the dodgers uh, even if they are 37 and 23, uh, it certainly doesn't seem like it. If you listen to uh, local sports talk and listen to uh, our, our friends that write for the local papers or follow their Twitter accounts, you'd think they were a 500 team the, yeah. way, the yeah. way they're talked about. But yeah. certainly against the Angels, who we just chronicled every painful moment of that losing streak that ended in Joe Madden getting fired on the day that he got a mohawk to inspire them, nonetheless, yeah. uh, to open the door for them to have a comeback here. Uh, certainly, Dodgers fans, this is the last thing they wanted to see. Ooh, man. And uh, now Kimbrell has walked the bases loaded, nearly gave up a grand slam home run, but the ball was about 15 feet foul. So, yeah, sweating Kimbrell has become a thing. Jared Walsh batting uh, with one out, bases loaded in the top of the ninth inning for the Angels. We'll have more on this game coming up in a few minutes to tell you how uh, the ninth inning uh, shook out for Craig Kimbrell. But meanwhile, big drama earlier tonight as Miles Mikolas nearly threw a no-hitter. He goes back out on the mound for the ninth inning for the Cardinals, who led the Pirates 9-1. to Pirates scored a run on a two-base error and a ground out. So many people didn't understand that we had a no-hitter going because the score was 9-1. to You don't think someone's sure. going to allow a run in a no-hitter, but it was a no-hitter. Nicholas goes back out for the ninth inning at 115 pitches. He gets the first two outs, and then he gets two and two count on the last batter. He is one strike away from a no-hitter, and this happened. Another 2-2 pitch. 
Swing and a fly ball to center. Bader back on this one. He can't get it. It's over his reach and goes over the wall for an automatic double. And Cal Mitchell with a two-bagger with two strikes and two outs in the ninth. That breaks up the no-hitter. What a thrill. It was a great thrill. Uh, Cardinals Radio Network on the call. Harrison Bader, who's a gold glover in center field, didn't get a good jump on the ball. He was playing shallow, likely to guard against a bleeder. You don't want something to fall in. The last thing you think is a guy pitching a no-hitter, someone's going to hit one to the wall. But that's exactly what happened, right? The hit goes to the wall. And, again, I default to this because I actually told the girls I coached, the all-star team I coach, this today. Had to to make sure to mention it was an all-star team. Well, yeah, I did because I coach all-stars, man. I mean, I'm like, you know, that's that's me, man. I I want to tell the truth. I mean, I I don't want to lie. I I got to tell the truth. And, but my point is that is these are all-star players, and I still have to tell outfielders your first step has to be back. It can't be in. It's got to be bad. These are th- these are thirteen year olds, and they, you know they play, and they're really good players. But some of them, you know, when when you pick the all star team, you take the best players, and some of them, okay, well, you're not going to play infield because you're not quite as good as other girls playing infield. So you're going to play outfield, which is kind of how it works. So you kind of have to teach a little bit of nuances for outfielders. I actually told one of my girls today when we were we were hitting balls, and I you know one got hit to center field, and she 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 came a step in, and then went back, and it went over her head. And I told her, I said, listen, I, you know, this is why I say this all the time when you're an outfielder your first step is always back because you can always come in and that that's a that's a tried and true rule you can it's easy to come in and catch a ball but your first step is back because while you're seeing what kind of ball it is you default to that because then you can get back and get it and you watch Bader and he had a horrible jump on it. He took two steps to the side and then started running straight back. He had no feel for the ball whatsoever. And had he taken a step back, he maybe comes down with it because he made a he made a great, incredible run to try to get there, and he was so close to it. Had he gotten a good jump, he catches the ball, and it's a running catch at the warning track, right? It's not, a, it's not an incredible uh, diving catch he's got to make because this ball bounces about a foot in from the grass on the dirt in the warning track. So it's about a foot from the grass. So it's not like he would have crashed into the wall. It would have been a nice running catch had he had a good jump, but he didn't. And his first two steps were to the side and the ball was way over his head and he just couldn't get there. And I saw that and I said, oh man, oh, Nicholas is going to be so pissed because it was a bad job. He had to watch that thing after and go, just say good things, all good things, all good things, all good things. My defense is good. I love my defense. All good things, all good things. But come on, man, how do you not get a better jump on that ball? It's two outs, and I'm pitching a bleep and no hitter. Yeah, I still don't like how he was positioned, and obviously it's uh, armchair quarterbacking and all. I, I'm a believer in playing, you know, a, a little bit deeper, knowing that I can break in on the ball. Like just turning, you know, first step always has to be back. Obviously, that's uh, something you and I were taught. You know, the first time we started getting onto a, a field. Uh, and then I started playing first base or pitching, and that was the end of any of that necessity for any of that stuff. But it was it was always, you know, shade a little bit deeper unless you had a guy that really was struggling for contact. And I guess to some degree you can argue that from Mitchell and his 217 batting average coming in. But I, I don't know, man. It's it's That's just a hard one. He gave him an off-speed pitch that didn't break enough, left it up just enough for him to go get it, and but did give him enough loft so that you had an opportunity 
uh, in the outfield for Bader to go make a play and, and just running, I don't know, like he was uh, running from whatever villain in any of your favorite movies. <laughs> Meanwhile, I saw a trailer for a uh, um, Leatherface uh, video game coming up, which is a whole other thing that we <laughs> need to talk about, maybe in a podcast form. But the just the idea that he ran like a bat out of hell and, and he just didn't have enough, right? He was too shallow. And then those two or three steps just trying to find his bearings and locate the ball uh, was enough for him to not make the play. And he looked back almost immediately with that, oh, I'm sorry. I just screwed this up. Hey, man, I blew that for you. I'm, I'm sorry about that. That's but, I mean, uh, look, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the, the look that Mikolas was uh, sporting as well. Whew, man, he I was made mad. that chain, that cool mustache, and then that look on his face like he wanted to fight everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mustache was great. Very Rooster-esque from Top Gun yeah. Maverick. And uh, the look he gave his catcher when he was walking off uh, because they took him out of the game after he gave up the hit. Uh, It seemed like he was mad. Like, you call for that pitch in that location. What the hell is wrong with you? Seemed like he was mad there, too, in this look. Well, I think if I'm the catcher, I go, you know, if you weren't on pitch 129 and I'd turn it to skip, I'd be like, if he wasn't on pitch 129, he might have been able to locate that ball. So how about we all just point at each other like we're that Spider-Man meme so everybody gets a laugh and we go finish this game. We all just be three little Fonzies, okay? (laughs) Let's all be three little five. And what's Fonzie? Cool. So, yeah, I, you know, you feel awful, but what a – I mean, that was such a bad jump Bader got on that ball. I felt so awful for him going, he's not going to catch this, and it should be an out. It should be a no-hitter. Mm. But you hear in the replay that we we played, right, the audio, it's like for a second there's that belief of, all right, he's going to get there. It's Bader. He covers ground. He's going to get there. Come on. He's trying to speak it into existence, mm-hmm. and then when he can't, it's like, No! And, and, and you know what I love is that every time a guy goes out there with a no-hitter now in the ninth inning, it always defaults back to Dave Roberts taking Clayton Kershaw out of a perfect <laughs> game at, at, at 80 pitches. You just I mean, wanted really. to do that just to I mean, I, mean, I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, Nicholas goes out there throwing 50 more pitches than Kershaw did, but we're going to leave him out there. It, I mean, for no-hitters for the next five years we can default to this. Remember when uh, Kershaw had thrown like eight pitches and was perfect through seven? They took him out? No, I, mean, I tried back to forget. To you can't. You can't. Not on this show. Uh-uh. We're be ta- we'll be talking about this until I retire, which is the day after the last Bobby Bonilla day. Uh, welcome we- to the Mike Harmon show. <laughs> what, the day after the Bonilla day thing? Okay. Oh, I guess I'll pitches. put that in the calendar. There you go. Put It'd it be in nice to have like that type of job security. Years. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I think they're paying Bonilla through 2035. So there we go. That's what it's going to be. Last day. okay, and remember when Dave Roberts didn't didn't let Clayton Kershaw finish that perfect game when he had only thrown eighty pitches through seven innings. Yet other pitchers are allowed to stay in when they've thrown upwards of a hundred and twenty. Buddy, if we sound like that in thirteen years, that means we got a hell of a lot of good living going on these next thirteen years. I would years. take you I'll out of your what. wheelchair like Walter and the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Remember when you weren't allowed to drink on the air? I'm glad they relaxed those rules a few years ago. Shows are getting more entertaining. But you know, when it's I a older... speaks by ringing a bell like he's straight out of Breaking Bad. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> Oh, that was your hottest take yet, Mike. Ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Now they'll just replicate us. They're not going to need us in a few years. They're just going to—they're just completely going to replicate well, our that's... voices and go. Ah, eh, we'll we'll use the algorithm. It'll just be an algorithm. It'll that's be why algorithm we got to be careful how about. deep we go into our dictionary mm-hmm. and the 
thesaurus <laughs> kind of work here as we, we bring the big words in. Because the more of those that are there, the better the AI can be. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of the Dodgers and Dave Roberts, Kimbrell gets out of it. Two Ooh-hoo. strikeouts to end it. The Dodgers win two to nothing, despite yeah. the fact he loaded the bases. The umpire but he struck had to come out, out of the, the side. Game. He did. I'm telling you, we've made sweating Kimbrel a thing. It is now officially a thing. Congratulations. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and... 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. <laughs> hey, it's a big anniversary for this song. Uh, yeah, big anniversary for Christopher Cross. I saw that today. The day that it entered the charts. Mm. And then he was on a boat with Kenny Loggins yesterday. It's part of a well, cruise. Well, you have to be sailing when the anniversary comes up because, well, right. you know, it is the song. Uh, yes, we told you, Dodgers beat the Angels 2-0, a uh, game that just ended. The, they're able to sweat Kimbrell in the ninth inning. Um, now I think one big question has been answered for Major League Baseball. Uh, Tony Gonsolin gets the win for the Dodgers. He improves to 8-0. His ERA is 1.42. I feel pretty confident in saying he's going to be starting the All-Star game for the National League this year at Chavez Ravine. I don't think there's anybody else that's going to start ahead of him. No, I, that's, that's, that's not, not a hot, hot enough take. take. I feel no, like he's that's the Cy Young happen. winner right now. Ooh, man, I'll tell you. The cat oh. man. He might, he might, I'd say he is 8 0. ERA is 1.4. Yeah. MVP. How about that? Oh, no, no. Well, Alonzo's the MVP. MVP. Come on. He's leading the league in home runs and RBI. The Mets have like the best him. record in the National League. Alonzo's yeah, but Gonsolin can also get his message out of, you know, have your pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody could put that. I could put that well, message out. He's the out cat now, man. But Bob I could Barker. put that message out. <laughs> hey, make sure. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Bye bye for now. We'll see you tomorrow on the well, I got to have a big stick microphone. <laughs> yeah, no, Gonson will be starting the All Star game. And yeah, right now, he is your Cy Young winner in the National Why? League. Not the, not the MVP, though, because that is Pete Alonso. Can't wait MVP. to see what kind of chaos we get to do that week. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> uh, speaking of chaos, LeBron James decided, you know, people aren't talking about me that much these, these last few days of the NBA Finals going on, so I'm going to do something that's going to make people have to talk about me. In an upcoming clip from the next episode of The Shop, which is coming out later on this week, LeBron doing, you know, interview, Maverick Carter there with him, uh, asks LeBron a question, a question LeBron James could easily have deflected, diffused, answered differently. But, you know, LeBron, oh, no, 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 no. I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm going to tell you some teams I'd like to play for if the planets align. Of the teams left playing, which one would you want to play for? Oh my God. <laughs> Mavs is Mavs trying to f me over right here. Yeah, wow. I had a lot to let drink me, Let me, let me help you out. The team I play uh, for. The team I would love to play for is not in the playoffs, which is the Lakers. Yeah. All right, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop for a second. 
So there's his Laker answer, which is all of 2.5 seconds, right? This is where we could go on and talk about, hey, we got a big year coming up. AD is coming back. All this crap. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no. Okay. So I said the like, yeah, Lakers. That's a boring one. Now let me go in detail about the other teams I'd like to play for. Let's pick it back up. Uh-huh. But if it was one team that I know I could make an immediate impact Clear in the postseason <laughs> and we could be very special, it'd, yeah, it'd, be, it'd either be Miami or Golden State. For sure, and I and I like Not the way the Draymond talked to guys too. Like I, I don't mind. Yeah, I like you being I would his love enemy. Getting into a pissing match with Draymond, like I would. That's a and again, yeah, like I would love that. Because it's iron sharp. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Like that type of like I love when somebody cuts me the out. Like if I'm not doing my like I would love that with Draymond. All right, first of all, he does not like that. He does not like that at all. Oh, I like it when guys cuss me out. Really? I don't think you do. You're just absolutely lying. Uh, and especially not with Draymond. Right? Those two teams he just mentioned. Pat Riley is laughing going, that guy wants to come back here? Blank him. He's not coming back. Meanwhile, the Warriors are going, we're one win from the finals. We don't need him coming up sharing our glory. We didn't like it when Kevin Durant shared that glory, even though we needed him to win because, you know, he was NBA Finals MVP. Oh, beat it, LeBron. But more importantly... LeBron is telling you he knows he's going to leave. LeBron knows that the end of his Lakers career is not going to go as he thought it was going to. He thought it was going to be, here's my last stop. I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to be a Laker legend. I'm going to win a couple of titles because it's the Lakers, and I'm going to ride off into the sunset. Not happening. He won in 2020. Great. All right, it's the bubble championship. Did it resonate as much? It didn't, but it's still the championship. Since then, what has happened? The Lakers have been bad. They've not made the playoffs. LeBron has not played a lot. He has chosen uh, personal maintenance over playing to try and fight the Lakers' way even into the play-in round. He wouldn't play in games the end of this year. I told you he was not going to play in games at the end when it looked like the Lakers were going to fall out because he wasn't going to get blamed for the Lakers not making it. His relationship with the fans is at arm's length. His relationship with the Lakers is at arm's length. It's clutch sports versus the bus family when they're trying to figure things out. It is not gone how he expected. He's not going to ride off into the sunset as a Laker and be a beloved member of the team. He's still uh, he's still the hired gun to come in and say, yeah, you won, great, now go out, go someplace else. That's how it's going to end, and he knows this, and he wants his career to end. Very celebratory for him, because as I've told you, he's done winning. He's done, and now it's about individual achievement and playing with Bronny his last year in the league. And now I got to put out test balloons to see just where I could wind up going. So I put out this Miami test balloon to wait and see if Pat Riley says, oh, hey, you know, all would be forgiven if LeBron won. All the, the, look, trust me, LeBron knows exactly what he's doing when he says the Heat or the Warriors. I'm throwing this out there just to see what happens. Maybe through back channels we start talking, and when it comes to this summer and the Lakers offer me the extension, I say no because at the end of this year, I'm going to be a free agent again. I'm going to enjoy free agency, and I'm going to go where I want to finish my career the last couple of years where I'll be celebrated, and I'm going to have a lot of fun, and I'll get to play with Bronny at the end. A divorce with the both of these sides, Mike, just has to happen. This is not hot take Jason Smith theater. This is this has to happen. The Lakers aren't going to win with what they have right now. LeBron and Anthony Davis aren't getting healthier. Anthony Davis's response to new head coach Darvin Ham saying we need AD to be healthy and be a great player this year was for him to say, I haven't picked up a basketball in months. Right? So you know they're not suddenly going to say, Hey, we gotta get our heads on straight and fly right. We could really win. No, they're gonna stink because they can't make any change. 
changes to the roster. They have to deal with Russell Westbrook again. They're just going to stink. The Lakers aren't going to be able to reset until they move on from this era, and that is no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, and no Russell Westbrook. You're going to have to wait out Westbrook. You have to wait out LeBron. You should trade Anthony Davis because you're going to get a lot for him, and he's not suddenly going to get healthier and help you win games. So for the Lakers, yes, they have to move on because no one's coming to play with LeBron the last couple of years. They're just not. And for LeBron... He doesn't want his career to end this way. He wants to be happy. He doesn't want to have to go to practice and games and sit there and go, yeah, well, I know the fans are mad at me for this and the Lakers are mad at me for that. He doesn't want that. He wants out and go to have a better last couple of years in the league. This is one of those divorces that makes sense for both sides. It's not a hot take. It just has to happen, and both LeBron and the Lakers will be better off when this happens. Yeah, I think part of it is establishing who you are, right? We got that. We talked to Dan Wojcicki earlier in the show. Uh, you got Austin Reeves. Okay, so he's cheap on the books. Good. That's that's a plus one. Uh, and then you have three guys making a ton of money, one of whom I don't know, no matter how many times you put it into a trade scenario, uh, it spits out one or two answers, uh, and it keeps coming back to, all right, John Wall makes about as much as Russell Westbrook, so make that happen. Give them a draft pick or multiple draft picks, and then there's a bunch of other uh, lesser trades that involve a bunch of other bad contracts because that's really what you always end up doing. But for LeBron makes this uh, the, this 24-hour, uh, maybe 48, of the news cycle about himself. Oh, more than and, that. He's going to extend it. Don't worry. Well, He'll find a way. I'm just saying, in the, in the short term, right, because this doesn't premiere till Friday, right, the series could end Thursday night. But here it is in the midst of the NBA Finals saying, hey, I'm over here. And I can make some noise, and I can include one of the teams that's in the finals, so you could tie it back, which means they're going to have to talk about it on the broadcast. See, so that's that's where we get it all together. But including the Warriors, then you could look at okay, maybe there's a win there. Likewise, going to Miami in the Eastern Conference, yes, Middleton will be back with the Bucks, uh, and you'll see some retooling, reconfiguring. But there's still an opportunity to run. I mean, Brooklyn, who knows what they are. Right and and what what uh, construct uh, and roster they come back with uh, and Doc Rivers is still coaching the 76ers so they'll do really well in the regular season so you'll be fighting for seeding uh, <laughs> but come the playoffs uh, well you know so when we get down to it for LeBron you know it's they throw it up and look I can still move the needle I can get everybody excited Anthony Davis that you you added all the lines that makes it a very tough sell the i haven't touched a basketball as long as he was showing me a log of his fitness right in terms of keeping stamina and how his legs are feeling or whatever those checks check-ins are here's the uh, the boxes on all that that's fine i'm not worried about his jump shot i'm, I'm worried about his availability that's that's the bigger issue uh as we go but certainly always moving the needle and and for the lakers it's the short-term versus long-term. Short-term, you get LeBron and you get him to set some more records uh, and some excitement. He never got the hug because he never got to have a parade. Think about it. If they'd been able to have a parade and get a bunch of guest stars from the music and entertainment world, right? Mogul, billionaire, right? Always thinking, always trying to come up with something huge. If they'd been able to have that parade, hell, he was lobbying that they should have done one this year, two years after the fact. 
because he wanted a parade. But it, maybe that would have made helped to seal a little bit. Maybe you'd have a nice speech. Maybe you'd have one of those moments. I love L.A. Uh, I'm sorry for what I did to Jason Smith and the people of Culver City at that Blaze Pizza. Like all of those things could have come together <laughs> to endear him to a city on a whole other level. Twitter at about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome. This has nothing to do with the fact that he perpetrated a fraud in my This is just common sense at this point for LeBron. I mean, I, 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 if I could see a way out for the Lakers this year, I'd say, all right, if they did X, Y, and Z, they do it. But barring a team saying, hey, boy, we feel really bad about the Lakers not being good. Yeah, let's, let's make a trade that's in the best interest of the Lakers. Like, here you go. Why don't you take Zion? Who do you want? Austin Reeves. Great. We'll do it. Uh, that's not going to happen. I don't see a way out of it. Dar- Darvin Ham is not going to change any kind of attitude or have some kind of locker room input. The stars are always going to do whatever the hell they want to, and that's LeBron is going to do whatever he wants to. He's going to miss games. Anthony Davis is going to play whatever he feels like it. He's going to miss games, and they're just going to lose. This year is just going to stink. I, I can't cut it up any other way. This year is just going to stink. It's like when, when I was a kid and my grandmother would put that big hunk of cooked spinach on my plate with no butter on it saying, yes, that's your, that's your vegetables for the night. I go... How do I get around this? I can't. I just have to eat it. I can't because I'm not getting up from the table because my grandfather would always say, you don't get up from the table until you eat the spinach. One time I was able to do it was by I shoved it all in my mouth and so I go to the bathroom and I ran and I spit it out in the toilet. But my grandmother knew and said, you're never going to do that again. You can't do it again. Uh, sometimes you just have to suck it up. Right. And that's that's kind of what the Lakers have to do. It's that big piece of the big hunk of, of, of cooked spinach on the plate that tastes terrible. And they're just going to have spinach to eat it this year. Spinach is delicious. No, raw spinach is good. when it's, it's got all the nutrients in it, too. Right. Tyshirt's going, oh, my God, Jason, you're speaking my language. Uh, that's good. But that, that cooked spinach, yeah, man, you got to just drown it in butter. And then how does that help you? It's, no, you you're don't. negating everything else. No. no There's ways yeah. to season that up. Come on. No. Uh, no, it's Amateurs. Fresh spinach. Fresh Sorry, Grandma. spinach. Amateur hour. But no, but no, I never wanted my grandmother to cook it like that. How about you give me some fresh spinach instead? Or how about instead of that, you give me chocolate cake? Um, but there, there's no way for the Lakers to get around this. So move on. Oh, no, right? it's Those- a tall order, especially when you've got the decision makers aren't changing either. Shift, I, there aren't fresh voices <laughs> and there aren't new uh, ideas coming into that room. I wouldn't even offer LeBron an extension in the offseason. I would say, we're going to play this out and you're going to go. Because it's not going to be any better in a year when LeBron is by himself. Okay, we're going to get... No, we're not going to No, you give him an offer, but you make it on him. Mm. Well, that's probably what they will do to make him the bad guy. Hey, we wanted LeBron to stay, and here's the final... Well, and you put a giant sign on the side of Staples Center. (laughs) Oh, wait, I I remember that one. It's not Staples anymore. It's going to be Crypto.com for at least another month and a half until crypto goes bankrupt. Then we'll be back to Staples Center. They're going to bring the state. We still got the lettuce for Staples. Let's bring it back out. Let's bring all those people heavily uh, invested in crypto. That was really not not nice. (laughs) Although anybody invested heavily in anything is feeling the pain right now. Oh boy! Uh, Twitter at about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. I mean it. Just both sides move on. Both sides. LeBron wants to move on. The Lakers need to move on. Everybody move on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. It's true. (laughs) Actually, not really, but I'm trying. I've gotten a lot of money, so I'm at peace. I really am at peace, I'm telling you. Uh, I really don't know how the United States played in that mud pit against El Salvador tonight. It was unbelievable. (laughs) It was like watching the mud bowl between the Jets and the Dolphins in 82. There's a timely reference. Uh, All over again. Yeah, but it was was like your kids back on the lot. Not with all the, you know, money and energy and effort and time and money that goes Mm. into curating a field. No, this was... (laughs) You know, make sure there's some chalk on the line so we have the rudimentary field. Are there nets? Yeah, there's a bunch of taped together parts that it's going to hold. That's what it felt like. It was It was like a youth field. Exactly. the ball across, and it would bounce twice and then just stop. It's like what I got to tell the girls before a game. Okay, the field is muddy. The ball's not going to move as much. You want to be a little more aggressive getting after the ball. It's like I could have told the same thing to the USMNT. Well, you try to Listen, dig the in ball's for not a... Gonna uh, move. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, you try to dig in a corner kick or something. It's like, hey, replace that divot. From where? From where? I defy you to tell me where that turf came from. Oh, I mean, it was outstandingly bad. I mean, this is where you're you're not only just fighting who you're playing against, but you're fighting the venue. It's, oh, <laughs> I think the it venue was fun to watch, though. Like, I mean, oh. that was uh, that was some some great soccer to watch. I mean, because obviously, you know, everything's contested, but you still have the in the back of guys' minds, like, all right, I'm not losing an ankle in this game. I'm just not <laughs> losing an ankle in this game running on this field. You finally had the equalizer, what, in the 91st minute from Jordan Morris, a product of Stanford, uh, playing for the Seattle Sounders, uh, and then eventually you get your 1-1 tie. But as the, the final minutes of injury time ran out, like – Everybody looked at each other like, all right, we, we got out, right? Everybody's good. <laughs> Looking around like that, that was not fun at all. Uh, a little bit salty. It's like, look at where the, the biggest stars. I mean, I was waiting for Polisic to take the, the microphone at uh, you know midfield and just start cursing at everything. Not because there wasn't a massive crowd, but really? You're putting me on this pitch? What am I, six? <laughs> uh, Twitter and I'm about a fresco, Mike. It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. If you miss any of our show, our best of podcast goes up in about 15 minutes or so. You can download it. You can subscribe. Rate us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. iTunes, you can use the iHeartRadio app. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Again, it goes up in about 15 or 20 minutes. You get everything you need uh, yeah. on there. There, download, subscribe, and rate us. Yeah, the show uh, so, keeps growing and expanding. I mean, it does. More, more information to come. So tell your friends, get them to jump on board while we're still rising and rolling up that mountain. Uh, now, going into tomorrow, there's a big NFL story that's going to start playing out in a bigger way, and this revolves around Kyler Murray. 
who Cliff Kingsbury said late today, and the story is just starting to gain a lot of attention, head coach of the Cardinals, that he is praying that the situation contract-wise with Murray gets resolved sometime in the summer, and he's back playing quarterback. The Cardinals are ready to make him the highest-paid player in Arizona Cardinals history. And Murray's saying, yeah, forget about that. I, I want to get paid what Josh Allen does and Mahomes. And he's a little bit overrated as far as what he thinks of himself. He's not quite a top five quarterback, but he is a periphery top 10 quarterback. And even though I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan, uh, he disappears at the end of seasons. He's not as dynamic as you think he is. In the end, it's pretty easy. Yes, you give him the money and you extend him and you keep him. Why? Because it's an easy question. How tough will he be to replace? Can you replace him easily? You can't. Right? It's tough to replace a guy that's periphery top 10 quarterback. So, yeah, let's stick with Kyler Murray because he gives us a great chance to win. He's in the top third of the league. Yes, we stick with that guy at quarterback. And for Murray... He's got to take it because when he was upset with the Cardinals, nobody was calling Arizona saying, hey, here's an F them picks offer for Kyler Murray. Here's three firsts and two seconds. It wasn't the same thing as when Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, when they were unhappy and teams were calling with F them picks offers. Uh, So the league kind of told you what they think about Kyler Murray. Is he good? Yeah. Am I going to make a big F them picks offer for him? No, not quite. So it makes sense for the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. If you're smart, you take this because no Nobody else has come and given up a bunch of stuff for you and going to give you a ton of money. See, I, I read it more as the Cardinals, there was no chance they were parting with him, whereas both the Packers and the Seahawks might have been tired of their respective older quarterbacks to say, yeah, you want to give us a bunch of stuff? Come on. We'll at least have a conversation. And then the Packers turned around and gave a giant novelty-sized check like you would get when you claim any giant lottery or a jackpot in Vegas. Uh, Kyler Murray will be there for a long while. Big cash. Look, you paid Kingsbury. You got no choice but to pay Kyler Murray. They're, They're inextricably linked at the hips. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike is at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. You never played Con Can for me. Not once. And I will not. Yan can cook, baby. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. 
Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.